Welcome to SonaCast, a podcast from the team at Sona Nanotech Inc. Sona's unique gold nanorods will power next generation diagnostic devices and medical applications. In every podcast, we seek to learn more about our industry with expert insight and special guests. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of SonaCast. In this episode, the third in a mini-series recorded with businesses attending AACC 2019, we speak to James Steggles, MD of Logical Biological. We discuss biomarkers, the amino assay market, and the ethics of sourcing biological materials from patients. So I'm Darren Evans, Sona's Head of Communications, and I'm here with James Steggles of Logical Biological. Uh, James, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, about your background and your career to date? Um, yeah, sure, Darren. Uh, I'm really excited, actually. This is my first ever podcast, so Excellent. I'm really thrilled about that. And um, I reckon, you know, my mum has promised to uh, listen in on this podcast, so, you know, that should improve your uh, number of listeners as well. So, um Yeah, so my background is, um, well, you know, just thinking like really long time ago, then, you know, I did a, maybe we can start with, I did a PhD in biochemistry and, um, you know, I was looking at crop pest pathogens. And then I went straight into industry um, after that. And I worked for Abcam for a few years and had various different roles there. You know, um, for those who don't know, Abcam is like a big player in research antibodies Um, so I was the guy who was deciding what antibodies they should make in the stem cells uh, field so I I was doing that for a few years and um, and then I um, became the person who was responsible for a team of people who were bringing on all the new suppliers of antibodies and other products so you know I've got that background with like antibodies and um, you know then I moved over to a company called BBI Solutions who are based in the UK and they're making um, critical reagents for disease diagnosis tests. And um, I was uh, tasked with setting up their like antibody division because antibody, you know, is probably the key reagent in most immunoassays. And um, so we started with no products and really nothing. And then you know we ended up with it being a real sizable chunk of business. So uh, that went well. But um, for the last few months, I've been with a company called Logical Biological. Um, and what's your role there? So, so I'm I'm actually the managing director of uh, Logical Biological, and we're providing. Um, the, I mean, the primary focus is on uh, patient material, so serum and plasma that has been uh, from patients with diseases, and this is really essential in disease diagnosis because if you think about it if you're making say a HIV test well how do you know that that works unless you've tested your test or in the industry we'll call it an assay uh, on lot on material from different patients who are actually HIV positive so you need so it's so essential to have that material and uh, all the, everyone needs it who's making disease diagnosis tests and I'm helping to provide it we're also um, we're also providing antibodies and antigens, which are other key reagents for disease diagnosis tests. Um, so you provide material from patients, including blood plasma, serum, urine. How are these sourced? How do you yeah. actually come by all, all these sort of materials? Yeah. Well, you know, they're obviously all from um, patients, um, ultimately. Um, and um, so they're collected in hospitals, um, 
donor collection centers, uh, blood banks, so they, they ultimately all come from patients. And um, you know, clearly it's really important that the, you know, the ethical side is right uh, when it comes to collecting this. But you know, without these generous donations of the patients who, who uh, provide this material, then they, you know, we could not have the disease diagnosis tests that we have. Okay, so you say they're um, ethically sourced. How do you ensure that that's the case? Yeah, okay. So, you know, ethics actually means uh, different different things to different people. It's, you know, it can be a grey area. So I like to think of it as like two fundamental principles. So the first is that there's informed consent by the donor. The donor has got to have said, yes, you know, I'm happy for this material to be used uh, for, you know, whichever purpose. Um, and the second thing is that the health of the patient cannot be compromised by the fact that they are um, providing the material. So, that you know, the patient needs to be healthy. Now, you know, there is so that, you know, I guess there are protocols that, uh, you know, are standardly used. And one such one is that the use of institutional review boards, which are kind of like local ethics committees who say, yeah, you know, for this re- specific research project, you know, we think this is a acceptable use of material. So, um, you know, we approve this. Uh, so that's one way that you can gain ethical clearance. But there are different regulations in different countries and different companies see it differently. So, um, you know, it's not an easy area to navigate. So I think if we stick to those principles of healthy patient who knows what they're doing you know with the informed consent then that's a really important uh, step to uh, the ethical side being uh, cleared. Um, so tell me then who buys your products and what do they use them for what what sort of innovative diagnostics are they being used for? Yeah okay so um, so the, the people who are buying it are like big and small uh, companies, you know, from the smallest to the biggest within, within IVD uh, the industry. And they're using it to, for basic R&D. So if you're developing a test, an assay, then you need to, you know, at various stages, you need to check it's working. Maybe you've got a pilot um, and you would test a certain amount of patient samples to make sure that it's working. Um, so that's one way. And then you've got ongoing uh, quality control once the test has been developed. Also, to clear the test through the regulatory hurdles, then you need to show evidence of um, how um, it's been successfully measuring uh, different, lots of different patient samples. Um, and so that kind of covers the small patient samples. But on the... Um, you know, there's also need for larger volumes, and these are really in the controls and calibrators market. So controls and calibrators, so a control is a patient material that's with a, with a known amount of your analyte or biomarker of interest that you can use to, um, you, you, you use it to check your machine is giving the right reading, basically, it's a control. And then with your calibrators, uh, this is material you know, similar uh, patient material that is being used to set the machine so the machine knows which level, you know, so it can recognise, for example, 10 nanograms per mil of a given analyte. And then when you put in a patient sample of a known uh, level, then the machine will know what the level is from comparing it versus the calibrators. Okay, uh, and presumably you're not the only company um, operating in this space and providing the the sort of materials that you do. Uh, What sets you aside then from your competition? Sure, yeah. So, um, no, so yeah, there are many, many players in this market. So, so I like to think that, you know, we're, 
you know, we're quite a small company, so we can give that uh, level of service where you're, you know, the person that you're, um, that you're dealing with is, you know, you can look, look that person in the eye and, um, you know, if something goes wrong, then, you know, it's the fault of that person, basically me. So I think that's quite empowering for the customer because, you know, if you were, for example, if you were buying broadband and you phoned up, and you know Richard Branson answered the phone. Then I think you'd you know you might find that quite empowering, and you might be getting a better service than you know say some bigger companies where you know the sales team, for example, you know they may not have a really great understanding of the products, uh, what's what's possible, you know um, how the products work, what the customers' needs really are. So you know I think we can we can provide a better service than that. So so I think it's the service that we can provide. You know being a small company, but it's also you know the quality of the material that we can we can source, and it's also the uh, turnaround. You know customers say to me. Uh, fast turnaround time is essential so you know with being a small kind of nimble company then we can uh, we can do that turnaround time and at the end of the day the material is all from it's all from the same places it's all from patients and it goes through hospitals and donor collection centers so you know it's the same material it's like do you want to get it through you know a really massive company uh, you know with like high margins and you know maybe not much flexibility or do you want to go through a smaller company who can that you can really work with to get the solution that you need okay um what are the current challenges and opportunities in your market then i mean you, you've talked about regulatory do those sort of hurdles come up quite often yeah um the ch- yeah the challenges i i suppose that you know i see, I see one market challenges the immunoassays market in general you know, it's the same old markers that have been, you know, used for years, and the, the immunoassays is kind of losing out to molecular a little bit. And, you know, so I say, come on, you know, let's find some new markers. You know, there's a few that come up in the last few years. Um, you know, AMH is kind of uh, established now. People are talking about heparin binding protein a lot of this um, this conference that we're at. So, um, you know. The more new markers, the better. Um, you know, let's keep immunoassays going. And, uh, yeah, so um, that would be great. Fantastic. And then, uh, finally, what, what does the future hold for Logical Biological? What's, uh, uh, what will you be uh, doing in the next few years or so? What's the long-term plan? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we've got lots of, lots of plans and lots of ideas. You know, we really want to bring the best products um, to to the industry um, but you know what I think one way we can help people is that um, with our market understanding we can maybe help companies who who you know maybe have a presence in some geographies but not others you know maybe we can help a com- companies that don't have a real big presence in Europe maybe you know I've spoken, spoken to companies this week you've got no sales at all in Europe and um, you know maybe we can help some of those companies um, you know find some generate some business over in Europe so you know that's one idea at the moment but you know there are many many different ones I'm sure there are and uh, you know it's a, it's a hugely innovative field and uh, you know new things are happening all the time so I'm sure we'll see a lot more from uh, Logical Biological and uh, I can't imagine it remaining a small company for uh, forever uh, James thanks ever so much for your time today thanks for joining us really appreciate it okay thanks Darren yeah I appreciate it too That's all from SonaCast this week. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Also, make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the latest news and analysis from Team Sona. On Twitter, at Sona Nanotech. On LinkedIn, just search for Sona Nanotech Inc. 
and on Instagram, Sona underscore Nanotech. Team Sona will be attending various industry events throughout 2019, including the Lateral Flow course in San Diego, Medica in Dusseldorf, and AACC in Anaheim, where we will be recording future podcasts. If you'd like to be one of our special guests, get in touch with us through any of our social media channels. Also, we would love to get your feedback on Sonacast, so please get in touch to let us know what you think, or if you have any ideas for future guests or content.